I'm Colin. I'm Mike. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's the end of the year, Mikey. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to go through our uh, year-end lists at the end of this year, yep. which is today. <laughs> yeah, today is the oh. What? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm sure all of you are foaming at the mouth on this very January, or December 25th, yeah. and, uh... <laughs> if you're watching this while you're opening presents, if we're on the TV while you're <laughs> yeah. opening presents, yeah. hi. Hi, mom. Hi, mm-hmm. uh, user's mom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking, we'll, we'll try to keep swearing to a minimum. Yes. Yeah. True. Um, but, if you are the mom of one of our fans and you are overhearing this, we are good with the MILF crowd. We are. Um, that's one of the things we were known for. Hasn't been brought up for a bit, but, no. you know, it's part of the lore. <laughs> it is part of the lore. Uh, and I'm personally, I'm not single, but Mike here. Yeah. Uh, you can call Mike. Absolutely. Anytime. Any, anytime. Yeah. Mike. I could be a MILF, too. You know, a Mike I'd like to play. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. Um, yes, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I think that's what I was trying to go for, and then my brain just malfunctioned. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. We're, we're back in person. We're back in person. Hell yeah. For the next few weeks, baby. Back in the corner. Back in the corner. We've been bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of corners, whatever happened to our... Uh, Little little friends that used to talk in a corner. Do you remember them? I don't know. The, okay. Oh, the the Kanye uh, correspondence. Yes, that's yes. the one. Those, yeah. are the, those are the two. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Kanye just hasn't been kind of quiet this year. Uh, well, slightly. I don't think he has. Yeah. Just not to the point where we're noticing. Gotcha. So. But, like, did, did we leave them behind? Did you not pack them? I can't remember. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it's a housewarming gift for the next I people who so. moved into that apartment, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they get the job done. Yeah. They're not used to feeding themselves. I was going to say, they've gone longer without food, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to open the closet and it's just going to be two skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Fall Boy reference, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah. 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 We're back in the corner, baby. Yes, we are. And it's the end of the year, so these year-end episodes are going to be good fun. We got this. We got the Brokies. Yes, we do. We got our anticipated albums of next year. Mm-hmm. It's a big, big month. Yeah. Big. Big uh, couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Before yeah. we get into those rankings, how was your week, Mike? Week was pretty good. Sorry, I keep calling you Mikey. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer Mikey. Mikey. Ah! I found something. Wow. Uh, <laughs> remember what we call... Uh, it's better. What? What? I don't know. Um, my week, <laughs> week was fine. Uh, you know, 
did some park in this week. I didn't do any last week. I don't remember if I mentioned that, but or I only did one day, and then it was just a bunch of holiday stuff and out of townness. So right, wasn't doing anything. But all this week I was. Um, I think <laughs> one of the guys we were working with, because I don't exactly know how. I mean, I've been paid. I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't exactly know how the paying process goes here. It's a little little wonky uh like we couldn't reschedule at all for this week was kind of the thing uh because the final payroll was already set or something Mm -hmm. so basically nothing could be rescheduled this week and we would just get paid for the shifts i think one of the people on my site may have taken advantage of that potentially i don't know because he kind of you know he caught the flu on monday Mm. and wasn't able to come in for the rest of the week so kind of made me think did you? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. He was the only one that, like, working with, I was like, all right, I'll deal with you at work. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't know if I want to speak to you otherwise. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that, it's been fine. Uh, today kind of sucked. Uh, the suckiest days of work in that was the first day, which was dreadfully cold. Mm-hmm. I got icicles in my beard. Oh. Uh, and then today, which we were just rained on for an hour. So. Yeah. You have a, you have a good track record of getting all soggy at work yeah and then coming here and yeah. recording a podcast episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good track record isn't yeah it? <laughs> it's one i like to uphold um <laughs> no but today was my last night of doing it though so at least for now i don't know i may i may do it on the side potentially if because it's paid, paid pretty yeah. close i mean you know um other than that though i've been mostly relaxing this week uh, i wrote music for a trailer for something that I believe will be, I could talk about next episode, well next episode's Brokers, but one of these future episodes, yeah, there's well. a trailer that'll be out, <laughs> but next week, in case I forget it with Brokies, uh, there's a theme to that same show that it's going to be up on Spotify and stuff, so Ooh, go check that out, it'll be called Theme from Bleak Terminus, that's hmm. what it's called, so Bleak Terminus, Bleak Terminus, yeah I really like how that theme turned out though, so one of my... One of my better producing moments, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then also been playing a lot of Lethal Company. Well, not a lot, but a couple times of Lethal Company with uh, my friends. Ugh. Been posting highlights to my old-ass gaming channel. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. <laughs> well, you're not subscribed. I am subscribed. Tisk, tisk, tisk. I'm subscribed. I've been giving them kind of cryptic names. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been calling it like LC.12, whatever the date was that we played. Um but I'll have to check those out. Yeah, I'm not sure how much lore I've talked about the gaming channel on this before. It's been a while, at least. Mm-hmm. I used to run like a Roblox gaming channel, pretty much is what it was. Uh, it got actually, I don't want to say successful, but it got fairly notable. Yeah. I'll say. Um, and what someone <laughs> someone commented uh, on, uh, I think the second Lethal Company video that I put out, saying, uh, first you were surviving the natural disasters, now you're surviving the company." <laughs> <laughs> And it was just a random person. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> I think it's like LMAO. That was our training or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's good yeah, that was hilarious. But you know, I've been having a lot of funny little clips in there, mm-hmm. um, doing that, and uh, yeah. yeah, That's about it for my week, at least. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. How hmm. about you? How how was the trip? How was hmm. your drug trip? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <it's great. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, last. Um... Last weekend was good. Spent the last couple of days I could with Max Marie. Sorry, Matt. Mm-hmm. 
Max is Murray. Murray is okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so came back home on Monday evening. Was all hanging out, playing Fortnite with the siblings. <laughs> with the boys. With the boys. <laughs> um, we uh, Noah got COVID at the beginning of the week, oh. <laughs> and so he's been over at my mom's house the whole week. Mm. Um, I haven't seen him yet, but his court, his lot, his uh. His uh, not quarantine. His uh, isolation ends tomorrow. So gotcha. Get to go see him. Um, bottle, bottle my fucking Christmas presents. Yeah, I was gonna say I uh, see a, little, <laughs> a box of boxes over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, bought all those. Got all that done. Nice. Fairly easy. To show. Oh yeah, actually, great job on that. Cause last week you were at a count of zero. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so hundred uh, percent increase. Spent a lot of money this week. But, Hell yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, I've been been playing more Power Wash Simulator. I was playing a lot of Power Wash Simulator to get these albums done. Great background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a little bit of it with with uh, Noah. Mm-hmm. We clean. We did like the whole. They did, they released like a like a Christmas level for oh, the, for this year. Nice. So we cleaned all that. That was tedious as fuck. Um, but fun. Uh, listened to a lot of albums and a lot of music this week. Nothing mm-hmm. new, but just all stuff that. Uh, I've heard. <laughs> I listen to one thing new, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, yeah, just been spending time with the fam. Fucking um, um, uh, the Percy Jackson show started this week. Oh, good. Yeah, it, they they uh, they released it a day early and released two episodes at once. So wow. Yeah. So is that Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like a really good adaptation so far. Nice. So I'm very excited for it. I love I love it. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, what else happened? I watched a couple movies. Started getting those caught up. Mm, I watched, yes. I watched uh, The Killer. Nice. Which is That's the, Fincher, right? Yeah, the yeah. Fincher movie on Netflix. Dead. Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Highly recommend that one. Very. There's a really, really good choreographed... Uh, fight scene in that movie nice. super good and then I watched the new uh, Wes Anderson the Asteroid City oh nice um, which was also very good very nice. funny I've uh, heard like you either love or you hate that one yeah <laughs> I've been hearing that about that one no I really didn't like his last movie the which one was that it was like some it was it was a movie with three different stories in it I forget what it was so called. like the three billboards or something no no okay no, I that, have no that's, a, that's not what's understood oh okay <laughs> I don't that's a good movie but that's not what's understood yeah. <laughs> um, it had uh, with this one it had like everyone you could think of uh, fucking you know Brian Cranston was there mm. um, fucking uh, Aaron Paul no I thought of him yeah it's just because I said Brian Cranston. That's false advertising. I'm sorry. Anyone I could think Scarlett of. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> RJ Mitty. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a lot of, lot of good actors in there. Brian Cranston had a pretty couple pretty funny bits. That's good. Actually, um, I didn't even know he was in that movie. So yeah, like cool. he didn't have a huge role, but he was like... It was... The whole movie is set up like a stage play. Okay. So like, there are interspliced moments of like... It goes black and white towards like them explaining the the uh the play and like mm-hmm. the person who wrote it who was played by edward norton um is everything and then brian cranston like he would introduce the scenes mm-hmm. and like at one point 
there was like it was like Scarlett Johansson and another actress talking, and he walks in and he's in color. He's like, I'm not supposed, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really funny. Good movie. Uh, still got a few to watch, but yeah, did that. That's uh, that's pretty much my week. Just been just been chilling out, maxing and relaxing. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the one thing I listened to was. Uh, have you heard of Squid? I feel like I have. Yeah, Squid, they they come from the same scene as like um, Black Country New Road and Black Midi. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were a band that released, I don't remember what it was called, but they released something around the same time as For the First Time in like Cavalcade. Okay. Um, and they had another album that came out this year called O Monolith. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and I checked that one out. Um, and I liked it. Oh, quite a bit. Uh, that was one thing that I listened to this week. Um, Is and, it similar um, to either PCN? Yeah, I think as I was listening to it again today, I was kind of, it's kind of like the midpoint of the two. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as dramatic as black country new road. It's a little bit more lighthearted, mm-hmm. but it's also not as insane as black midi, right. but it's still pretty fun. So it's, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to say lighthearted, uh, because that's not what it is, yeah. but it's, it doesn't take itself as seriously as black country new road does. Um, so it's a weird midpoint of like a good midpoint yeah. of them, but Cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, mm-hmm. for news news, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I put on here was uh, the whole dream situation that happened this week. I think I saw something. Oh, it, I yeah. Look into it. Basically, he did like a whole like hour and a half video or something uh, just talking about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, just the whole debunking everything from you know the all the allegations were part of that as well and then also like the whole uh gumball situation was part of it there's in like a space reveal and like controversies around all that shit it was just a very nice and open video that like i think was really well done and like put me back on the side of dream i guess i mean i'm not gonna be out here going stream to whoever wants to listen (laughs) but like i think I don't know, it really kind of made me... Because he, he brought up really good points in, like, retaliation for all the things that were happening. And just, like, I think he shined a really good light on just internet hate culture in mm-hmm. general. Just, you know, because he's a big person, uh, a lot of people will just hate him for kind mm-hmm. of no reason. And, like, you know, even things like going to, like, uh, like that moaning video, mm-hmm. that shit that came out... Uh, like, I know we talked about that, and we're like, oh, he called it a uh, fucking revenge porn, which basically just confirms it. But he did say before that, he said, essentially um, unsubstantiated revenge porn, mm. which he was implying with the essentially unsubstantiated that it wasn't him, but it's still being made out to be him. Mm. And it's a video that, you know, if his sister received, is like, oh, look at your brother moaning and shit mm. like that. I don't know. Like, he just goes into, like, a lot of nitty-gritty stuff with that and just, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, he didn't just say it's like hate stuff, but mm-hmm. like it, it's I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking a lot about it more, and then seeing people's responses like, "Oh, his whole response was just like no, or whatever," mm-hmm. when that's literally not what happened <laughs> at all. Yeah, and then people being like, "Oh no, read this twenty-four page document." Oh, I don't want to watch an hour and a half movie <laughs> or whatever <laughs> video of him. Yeah. It's like I don't know the. It just I don't know. I got a little pissed off at just the internet in general for yeah. just being. Yeah. yeah, and Twitter in general. I mean, I might honestly be even done with Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's that level of, oh my god, there's just brain rot there. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. 
just a thing. I would recommend watching the video, mm-hmm. but, you know, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, hello. Virus. And virus and Defender. Oh, Dream's hacking me now. <laughs> <laughs> His haters are hacking me. Yeah, the, the Dream haters found me. Well, <laughs> they can see our video before it's posted or anything. <laughs> they heard you. Oh, shit, I'm live streaming. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, um, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, did you see that the uh, Jonathan Majors got fired by Disney? He was play- He was supposed oh. to play a new big villain. Yeah, I was kind of seeing some stuff on yeah. that. Yeah, he got fired by Disney after he was found guilty of uh, like assault. So like spousal abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so you know, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool of actors to throw away there blossoming careers with being idiots um and from what i remember i mean i don't know what your perspective on mm-hmm. was this but i heard for ant-man quantum media that that was the best part of that movie was yeah, him so yeah, yeah there goes the best part of that movie <laughs> he had two very promising characters he was, yeah. he was in the newest creed movie and everyone liked oh. him that yeah. he was he was king and like everyone's like cool i mean they kind of with the loki show they kind of like made it so like he could be gone he could mm. be dead. Gotcha. Um, so, like, it, they're either going to recast him or move completely away from Kang, which, like, whatever. What yeah. do you want to do? And then uh, another another Marvel actor, Vin Diesel. Uh, he was... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot that. He's, he's Groot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. He, uh, he was... He's being sued for uh, sexual battery as well by, by someone who worked on Fast and the Furious 5. Wow. Um yeah, those are awful allegations. I, I yeah. heard some people were like saying what was in like inside the lawsuit and not good, not good. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel's kind of one of those blank canvases where like if you just told me he did something, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want to. I don't want to see see him be a bit a shitty person. But, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, I can I can see, see it. it <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that's another fun thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Marvel is doing well. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the Guardians are pretty, are, are like dead, are are gone for for now anyway. So, you know, that might not even bring back Groot. So who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like that's an easy character to recast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you can just get someone to do an impersonation and you're good. He definitely could, especially since he's been like a baby the last couple movies. Yeah. He didn't do like mocap or anything, did he? No, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty easy one to replace. Yeah. <laughs> it's just been his modified voice. So, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Insomniac Games had all of their shit leaked this week because they uh, made the Spider-Man Yeah, games. but, like, leaked about what? Uh, so this hacking company uh, got into their systems and, like, held their stuff ransom. They were going to, like... They were like, if you don't pay us $2 million, we're going to leak all your shit. Mm. And Insomniac didn't pay them $2 million because that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and so they leaked all their shit. They like leaked personal information of employees, um, their game catalog up until 2030. They leaked a bunch of uh, the Wolverine like alpha footage. Mm. Um and like I'm, I'm excited for the lineup of games. Yeah, that's fucked up though. It's I very saw fucked up. Yeah. And like people, uh, people were looking at like the alpha footage of a fucking video game, going, "Whoa, this looks rough." Oh, they did that with GTA Six. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this looks rough. The game didn't come out until 2026. Right. Like, yeah. Oh god. 
this is over. And it's yeah. like, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's the brain ride I was talking about before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that sucked. That was a shitty thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well... That's not great. No. <laughs> but, I mean, they seem like a studio where the fans will, you know, be on their side oh, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So, you know, staying in solidarity and all yeah, that shit. Sure. Yeah, uh, Insomniac, they're great. But, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any music? I don't have any music news. Do you have any music news? Uh, not really. No. Yeah. There's one thing I'll mention during my list, but, like, it's not super significant. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Hop into our list. I guess we can. Don't look for a sec. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, we're going to do our year-end lists now. Uh, We're going to do a top 15 of both songs and albums, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, We're going to start with songs. Do you have honorable mentions with songs? Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have, I think, 29 songs. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to... I'm going to keep my honorable mentions brief, but yes, I do have honorable (laughs) mentions. Um, But, uh... Yeah. yeah. Do you want to go for yours first? Sure. Cool. Um, so my, I have five, I, I, I guess I have six honorable mentions here. Yeah. Um, Feel free to talk about them however you want <laughs> as well. I'm going to give brief descriptions of mine. So. Yeah. yeah. At, uh, at 20, I have Cracker Island by the Gorillas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, fun song. Uh, pretty good. I'll talk about the album once we get to our album list, uh-huh. but uh, very fun title track, Thundercrat, th- Crat, Thundercat, Thundercat. <laughs> <laughs> Thundercat is great on it. Um, he, he does a lot of good singing and bass work on that song. Very fun track. Do you want to, like, go back and forth, or do you want me to just go through? Uh, I think for the honorable mentions, we should just kind of go through. Go through, through. yeah. <laughs> uh, at 19, I have So Much for Stardust by Fall Out Boy. Another really fun title track, um, on a good return album for Fall Out Boy. Um, uh, yeah, it's a banger. It's a good time. Uh, 18, I have Hummingbird by Metro Boomin and James Blake off of mm. the, uh, across, in, into the Spider-Verse, uh, no, across the Across, you were right, yeah. <laughs> across the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Uh, it's that song that plays when Miles gets grounded and he's, like, listening to music before Gwen shows up. Yeah. And it's very sweet, very, the James Blake, I think, who's singing on it, does a really good job. It's very sweet and smooth and yeah. good stuff. Um, then I have I'm Just Ken by Ryan Gosling. <laughs> um, I, I rewatched Barbie last week, uh, with, with, uh, with the girlfriend and, uh, I forgot how much I love that scene in the song. Ryan Gosling does a good performance. He's on the short list for best original song at the Oscars. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's really fun. It's a, it's just a really fun song. Yeah. I think, sorry, not to interrupt you, but my, uh, I think my mom... She says that she wants to watch it, so my mm-hmm. whole claim of I'll watch it when someone wants to watch it will <laughs> probably come true at some point yeah. <laughs> in the next couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then I have uh, I Think I'm Supposed to Like This by James mm-hmm. and the Shame. Uh, it's that song with Link on the background vocals, uh, harmonizing and everything. Yes. Uh, very good track. Liked it a lot. I think it's uh, it's one of my favorite James and the Shame tracks. And then I have uh, Can You Hear the Music by Ludwig uh, mm. Gordon's Gordonson, I think. Yes. It's, it's that it's that iconic track off the Oppenheimer uh, soundtrack that, yeah. you, that you've heard in all like the memes and all the... Yeah, the ones like shifting tempo yeah. and shit, yeah. It's, oh, it's just beautiful. That's a great track, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah those are my honorable mentions. Nice. All right, I'll try and go a little quick through mine. Mm-hmm. 
All right, number 29, the dumb song, AJR. <laughs> no, it didn't make the top 10? It, no. Because <laughs> uh, while it's a great... I do uh, genuinely think the dumb song by AJR is really fun. Um, it also has a couple moments that are like, oh, yeah, this is AJR. <laughs> um, but, like, great chorus, great vocals on it, honestly, great production. Mm-hmm. It's AJR at their best, and it's quite a bit above a lot of their other stuff. So, uh, yeah, 29 for that. 28, I Got Something Real by Post Malone. Um, this one is mostly just like, you know, I'm a nerd with the mixing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the tune underneath it is very, very good. Uh, some of his best, like, melodies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Vocal performance is great on it, too. Great track. Uh, 27, I Got Glue Song by Bia Badoobie. Had to set a song of the week the other week. Mm-hmm. Just a nice, sweet song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just really puts a little smile on my face when I listen to it. She sounds great on it. Um, 26, I got Love from the Other Side by Fall Out Boy. Uh, this, I believe, was the first mm-hmm. single. And, uh, yeah, this was, like, because I, th- I think this came shortly after our artist analysis. And I was like, yeah. dang, I really like this direction for them. And I kind of wish they took more of this direction on the album mm-hmm. uh, than just this song. But this is a great track. It's got, like, orchestral and rock shit mm-hmm. in there. It's fun. Uh, 25, I got Lacey, Libby Rodrigo. Uh, you know, it's a great Orad track. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of going between this one and the Hunger Games one that came out, but I uh, ended up going with this one because I just really like the production on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Nigro really went off on that one, and her vocals are great on it, as always. Yeah. So, 24, I got Bug Like an Angel by mm-hmm. Mitski. Uh, you know, I, I just love this as an opener. I really love those harmonized vocals. They just, I don't know, they're my favorite part of that album, honestly. <laughs> it just sounds so sweet. I love them. Yeah. Um, 23, the Beatles, mm. Be- Beatles, Beatles. Thank you. <laughs> With now and then, uh, yeah, great track. I'm glad I saw the light of day. Uh, I really love the verses of this song in particular. Mm-hmm. I think that melody that John wrote is just haunting. Yeah, it's a it's a really great track. Um, Twenty two, Portrait of a Blank Slate by Lovejoy. Uh, had this as a song of the week as well. I really love the energy on this track. Uh, I think Wilbur sounds great on it, and the production is just. It's booming. It's mm-hmm. popping. Love it. Uh, 21, speaking of popping, <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got Pop the Balloon by Nothing But Thieves. Uh, I was going back and forth on some of the songs I wanted to include on this one, but I think the production I just really love on this track, mm-hmm. and I like how it kind of goes through a couple phases towards the end of it, too, where it dies down and gets kind of trippy, and then mm-hmm. comes back in with that blaring guitar solo. Mm-hmm. It's got a great energy. Oh, yeah, I love this song. Live too. Oh, yeah. That was one of the best ones live. Yeah. It was great. Uh, 20. This is the one I was talking about before. Um, I had Little Blue by Jacob Collier on here. Um, and mostly mostly the reason it was on the list was because there was a live version that came out and made me rethink about the song. I was like, okay, yeah, this is actually pretty good, even if I don't love the production on the studio version. And then just today, he released the uh, little live version that he did with like a choir mm. um, onto Spotify. I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'll put that. <laughs> I'll use that version because I do prefer that version of it. Yeah. Uh, it's nice and intimate, uh, very folky, uh, one of his better vocal performances. It's a great track. Um, so that's Little Blue Mahogany Sessions. Mm-hmm. I don't think I said that part. 19, got $20 by Boy Genius. I just realized that's a weird placement. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of unsatisfying. Um, but uh, yeah, $20 by Boy Genius. It's a great track. I love the changing time signatures. I love the energy. I love... Uh, all their voices on it. Um, mm-hmm. Really great track. I love it. Uh, 18. I got Collage by Carly Rae Jepsen. 
it's you know it's kind of it's like one of the darker songs on that album but i really love the production on it. i really love her voice it's kind of got that dancey feel but like you know like more like a midnight club type shit mm-hmm. i don't know uh yeah i like it beautiful mm-hmm. track 17 i got sulky baby by yule mm-hmm. uh a lot of this album really grew on me uh when i was doing my album listenings and we'll talk about that once we get to the albums but um yeah i mean they sound great on this track i really love that the chorus only comes in once really and it's kind of like this big event and then the rest of the song just kind of like rides out i love the glitchy production i love their vocals on it i really yeah yeah great electronic glitchy track and then last one i have before we get into the top 15 is easier by quadeca um i'm liking the scrapyard stuff that he's been releasing uh and this has been my favorite track from those uh it's just it's like a nice i don't want to call it a sweet mel- uh track because it is kind of like a little bit like I'm a little bit of an asshole but i want you type thing mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh but like i really love the folky feel on it it's kind of got bossa nova to it mm-hmm. uh but it's got that signature weird production from Quonky, so <laughs> Quonka definitely did. Quonka definitely did, and my honorable mentions are now over, so we can <laughs> perfect. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, awesome. Hell right. yeah. Well, Ooh. top fifteen songs of the year. Hell Catch yeah, your breath, Mikey. Here we go. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so, so, so. Stop calling you Mikey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number three. <laughs> That's all I get. Three strikes I'm out. Mm-hmm. All right. Number fifteen for me is "Will Anybody Ever Love Me" by Sufjan mm. Stevens. Sufjan Stevens, um, beautiful track off of a fucking sad album, yes. haunting album. I'll talk about that album again later. So will um, I. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I, this is the song that really, really, when it came out, I, throughout the tracks before this, I was like, all right, yeah, okay, I'll keep listening to this album, it's good, I'm enjoying it, but this one I was like, ooh, ooh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Sufjan's voice in this, I love the guitar. It's just, oh, it's such a good fucking song, but, yeah. Nice. At 15 for me, I've got The Ride by Lil Yachty. Uh, his inclusion on both of these lists, complete surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, but that happened early on this year, and The Ride, ooh, excuse me, one of the more, I guess, poppier tracks on there, but, uh-huh. like, I love the production on this track a lot, and I really love Lil Yachty on the chorus. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a fun song. Uh, yeah. there's great moments on the album but this one I think is consistently just stuck in my head (laughs) I love it a lot Um, number 14 for me is The Teacher by Foo Fighters Mm. it's that long that long long track um, that everyone talks about when they talk when they talk about their newest album Mm -hmm. Uh, it's really good again another sad album that you know is a tribute to uh, Taylor Hawkins Uh, really long track that just like it just feels like the grieving process. It's really good. Um, if you haven't checked out that or the album, I would check it out because, like, yeah, yeah, I should do that. It's really sad, <laughs> but yeah. it's really good. It rocks. I'll yeah. talk about that album later too. But no, yeah, cool. Yeah, at fourteen, I got "Step a Pig" by JPEG Mafia yeah. and Danny Brown. Uh, not as huge on this album as a lot of people in the uh, music sphere are. Mm-hmm. Once again, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but this track. Oh my god, something about the production on the bass in this song is fucking brutal. And like, I really like how both Danny and JPEG sound on it. And the way it kind of progresses and like switches back and forth between the, you know, the you know, whatever rhythm that's going on in there. I just really love the production on this song in particular um, on that album. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, it's a great track. Yeah. 
Um, number 13 for me is The Black Seminole by mm. Lil Yachty. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the first track off of Let's Start Here, and it's a fucking banger. Um, uh, when I was revisiting this album this this week, I was like, God damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's such a good way. To That's start. a contender for being on my list yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. It's a great fucking way to start the album off. really introduces the audience to like the psychedelia that gets, in, gets explored throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, his vocals are great on it. I love like the last two minutes that just explode. Yeah. It's it's really fucking good. Great way to start an album. Yeah. Um, and it really grew on me on this on these last couple of listens I had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Thirteen. I got billions by Caroline Polachek. I uh, did not know that this song was about cum for a while, <laughs> um, but. Once I learned that, it went up a few spots. No, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I, I really do love this song, though. Um, it's probably my... Well, I mean, I put it as my favorite from the album. Uh -huh. But, like, I mostly the outro of this song is my favorite part on that album, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, that outro is just beautiful, all those vocal layers. But even going up into it, like, it just leads into it so well. And it's really catchy. Her vocals are great on it. Production's mm -hmm. great. It's just a fantastic pop track. I yeah, love it. For sure. Yeah. Um, number 12 for me is What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish. Um, beautiful track. Billie's been on my top songs of the year for the last three years running. Mm. Um, and it's just, I've, a great fucking track for the move for Bar, for Barbie. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just beautiful, very sad. The scene in the movie that it's part of makes me a little teary-eyed, mm -hmm. even though I'm, you know, not a woman. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that's not like a sexist thing. It's just like that. The yeah. whole the whole thing is like becoming a woman. Yeah, Colin don't. thinks only women cry. Yeah, boys don't cry. No, uh, I've never cried in my life. Yeah. Um, You're not a man if you cry. So. Exactly. Um, but Wise just <laughs> just a beautiful track. I love it. Yeah. A lot of voice. Very sad. Very good. But mm -hmm. nice. That's two Barbie on your list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I'm an Oppenheimer, too, so yeah. I'm waiting for the next one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, 12, I got Running Out of Time by Paramore. Uh, great track. I love this song a lot. That chorus, absolutely killer. Honestly, probably one of my favorite choruses of the year. Mm -hmm. um, only thing about this song, I think the bridge is just okay. Mm -hmm. But the rest of the song fucking slaps. <laughs> like, it's so good. Um, but, yeah, great track. I love, yeah. I love it. it great, great energy. Yeah, very good. Um, my number 11 is Do You Love Me Yet by Nothing But Thieves. Mm. Uh, super funky, super dancey, super fun. Uh, just, I love that, that like 80s synth pop aesthetic. It's just, uh, works really well with Connor's voice throughout the whole album, but this song in particular, I was like, yeah. Ooh, this is fun as fuck. Also really good live. Yeah. But yeah. The production of that track is one of my favorites oh, yeah. on that album too, so... Yeah, number 11. I got Amaranth by Model Actress. My favorite streamer. Yeah, my favorite hot tub streamer. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of those that I like. Um, <laughs> no, sure but... you're eating up those nude, the, the nude stuff on Twitch this week. Huh? <laughs> was that this week? I don't know. Well, it was like last weekend of this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, you know me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, Amaranth, though... Uh, Probably probably the most uh, weird song mm -hmm. on this list. I, th I think I did it as a song of the week a while ago. Uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, some of the other songs on the album get a little bit more crazy. But this one, it's kind of one of the first times like there's a little bit of beauty put into the album. And the album kind of slowly gets beautiful as it goes mm -hmm. on. Uh, but like this one just has like this really 
solemn little chorus and then just like just explodes back into the craziness that's just dark and dancey and whatever mm-hmm. it's a crazy i'm just gonna say crazy again uh great track though i love this song yeah <laughs> yeah uh my number 10 is tur- top 10 tur- tur- top 10 uh my number 10 is turbines pigs by black Ooh, country nice. road uh great fucking track off of the live from bush hall album uh Full of emotion. It's like a nine-minute track or something like that, yeah. and they do those extremely well. I don't know how all of their long-ass songs just continue to have such good quality. But, no idea. Uh, <laughs> they just they just keep putting them out, and I'll keep eating them up. It's, yeah, it's really good. Uh, I forget who's sing- who's who's the singer. That's now? May. Yeah, yeah, May. May is fantastic on that fucking song. Yeah, um, it's a great track. Uh, very emotional and very good. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Top ten for me. Uh, ten. I got DeSelby Part Two by Hosier. Um, I just fucking love the rhythms and uh, guitars in the chorus of this one. The mm-hmm. guitar and bass go crazy, and then Hosier's vocals on the chorus are just. You know, I try singing along and I sound like shit because it's just completely out of my range. But he's belting <laughs> it out and he sounds beautiful doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's just super catchy, super groovy. Great fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my number nine is Blood and Butter by Caroline Polachek. That's my favorite track off of that album. And it's just, I don't know, something about it, like, really fucking caught my ear when I first listened to this album. Bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love the chorus on it. I yeah. love, I love her voice on it. The production's super weird. It's weird throughout the whole album, but it's really good. I don't know. This mm. one, I don't know. I just, I've been listening to it a lot since I started listening to that album. It's yeah. Yeah, really good. Really yeah. good stuff. Nice. Cool. Number nine, mm-hmm. I got Dumbest Girl Alive by 100 Gex. I, the fucking energy on this song, this is the most fun I have with any song on this list, for uh-huh. sure. This came up in my, you know, just like shuffles and stuff all throughout the year, and I fucking jammed out to it probably every single time. <laughs> uh, the bass, once again, like the JPEG Mafia track, is just brutal, and mm-hmm. uh, way too much, but at the same time, just enough. Uh, <laughs> and I really love Laura Less's flow on it, like she's like honestly writing it super well, and it's just... It's dumb, but it's so fun. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all I got to say. It was a it was a good song of the week. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. A fun time. Yeah. Um, my number eight is "Heaven" by Mitski. Um, uh, my favorite track off of uh, her newest album that came out this year. Really fucking good. Uh, really sweet. Um, I love her voice. The and the whole the production on the whole album, but that song. Yeah. Is, mm, ah, good stuff. Good good stuff. I love Mitski. Yeah, Mitski fan now as yes. of two weeks. two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At number eight, I got "Promise" by Leve. Uh, this is just a beautiful piano ballad. Like it's very simple. <laughs> Actually, whenever I was listening through my playlist, uh, going from "Promise" to "Dumbest Girl Alive" was always really funny. <laughs> yeah. Because um, "Promise" is just you know it's a little just quaint piano ballad with some beautiful strings and beautiful mm-hmm. vocals. And then Dumbest Girl Alive is, you know, Dumbest Girl Alive. Um, but anyways, yeah, Promise is just a beautiful track. Uh, you know, the lyrics are... I Actually, I do like the lyrics quite a bit on mm-hmm. this one. It's just very sentimental, inner thinking about, you know, love and relationships. And then just the way it swells and her vocals match it. It's probably the most, I don't know, mature track on the album, maybe? I don't know. I, I really love it. Yeah. Uh, it's just a beautiful sounding track. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. Um, my number seven is Something Real by Post Malone. 
I love this track. It's yeah. my. It's one of his best, just in general. I believe. I love. I love the lyrics. I love the the fucking production on it with the chorus and everything. I, mm. His vocals are fantastic on it. I don't know. There's I've returned to it this since it came out and it's just it's just so fun. It's yeah. such a good track. I love the fur release line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Can you sing that for us? Yeah, of course. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's just uh, it's just a fucking great track. Yeah. Um, and like when he was teasing the album and he had that in the background oh, like yeah. the teaser, I was like, mm. yeah. I remember okay. you sent that to me and I went. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really, really good track. Yeah. Posty there. It is a great track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Number seven. I got "Sorry Not Sorry" by Tyler the Creator. Uh, didn't get a new album from Tyler this year. No. I think it's his first time breaking his two year streak. No. So. A little sad about that, but we did get the best song from uh, Call Me If You Get Lost sure this did. year, so <laughs> which was Sorry Not Sorry. Uh, I really love the lyrics on here. Tyler just looking back at his past, how it made him who he is today, but also, you know, I've grown and moved on, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, and just, I love the production on it too, the sample that's used and how like it ramps up, and then the ending of it just keeps ramping up and ramping up mm-hmm. until the, fuck him, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's a Great track. I really love the energy and just his lyricism on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my number six is Sorry Not Sorry by Tyler <laughs> Great time. Uh, <laughs> I agree with the whole your whole sentiment. I think it's a fucking, it's the best song off of Call Me If You Get Lost. I love his energy. I love the lyricism. I love just the, I, don't know, I love how aggressive it is. It's yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. Um, and also kind of sad, but <laughs> a little bit. But, you know. but, and the music video. Oh, the music video. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Love Tyler. Absolutely. Give us an album next year, buddy. Yeah. You, you better. You better. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number six. I got Begin Again mm-hmm. by Jesse Ware. Uh, had this as a song of the week. Uh, probably the most I had Colin grooving all yeah. all year. <laughs> he was, he was sitting there dancing yeah. the whole time, yeah, the whole doing time. the little Lethal Company dance. Uh, <laughs> no, but this one, honestly, I think it's grown on me since I had it as my song of the week as well. Uh, I just her vocals on here are insane, mm-hmm. uh, and just the production is so groovy, so danceable, but so cinematic and huge at the same time. And just all the instrumental parts are doing their thing, and they're you know just fantastic at it. They're fitting in all the right pockets and yeah. just making ear candy the whole time through. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, my number five is Begin Again by Jesse Wayne. All right. <laughs> so far we're displaced by yeah. one. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, fuck, man. I, like you said, you had it as your song of the week and it instantly caught me. Yeah. I instantly was like, that's that's probably one of the best songs I've heard this year yeah. and it's been on my it's been on repeat since then mm. it's really fucking good I absolutely love it she sounds great on it I love how groovy it is it's just a gorgeous track yeah I still hold true that you should listen to her album before yeah, this because it's a little more similar to this one yeah, than the I other stuff check that out so hell yeah number five I got Bending Hectic mm. by The Smile I believe from this point on all of these were number one at some point wow <laughs> so um yeah, Bending Hectic, uh, I fucking love this track. It's, I mean, Radiohead, they very specifically never wanted to make super long songs because they didn't want to get looped in with like prog rock and mm. Pink Floyd and all that because that's just not what they wanted to do. Uh, so hearing them actually do a long song and then fucking knocking it out of the park, I mean, it's not, 
it's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, which is a lot of Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love Tom's vocals on here. I love how it progresses and that fucking section where the strings just start getting all dissonant and it just transitions into that heavy metal sound. Mm-hmm. Like it's something I didn't expect to hear from them and it instantly has me so hyped for their album next year because okay. it's on, I think it's the penultimate song. So. Oh, cool. I'm really looking forward to how that album goes. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to revisit that track. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Um, my number four is Promise by Leve. Nice. Um, just another, you talked about it already, but another gorgeous fucking track. She's, her voice is killer on it. Oh, yeah. I love the lyrics on it. I love, I'll, I'll talk about this album later, as I'm sure you will too. Yeah. But, um, I just love the feel of this entire album and this song really like accentuates the feel of the album, I think. It just feels like a crooner in a, like a club yeah. just singing her heart out under a, you know, up underneath with a piano and strings underneath her. It's just good shit. Good shit. shit. Yeah. Really good shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four. We got Spirit 2.0 by Sampa. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just really love the production on this whole album in general, but like on this song in particular... I really love how much space is just given. Like, there's a lot of times where he'll just sing with the most beautiful tone and then just kind of let the music sit there and then just soak in it and groove and all that. It just, it's so maturely and meticulously, like, put in, like, where he's singing and where the beat is playing. And I just, it just, it's just ear candy for me. The whole way through, I'm just engaged and listening and just loving it. And the chorus, super catchy, too. Uh, Uh, So... Yeah, it's a fantastic track. Yeah, awesome. All right. Uh, my number three is Unknown slash Nth by Hosier. Good choice. Um, yeah, this this one really grew on me as I continued listening to the album, uh, the newest album. Um, just, uh, I don't know, man, that, that whole breakdown when it just gets big in the production yeah. and he just sings his fucking heart out, it, it like kills me every time (laughs) it's like it's such a fucking like it's such a yearning beautiful fucking sentiment and like i don't know hosier's voice god damn dude one of the best on that album for the vocal performances yeah it's so just fucking gorgeous i love that track so much yeah it it narrowly beat out francesca and who we are yeah like oh fucking gorgeous love it yeah that one's probably my second favorite if maybe that one in the opener are very close to Mm -hmm. me yeah very very good yeah awesome track yeah Great. All right, top three. Uh, three, I got Turbines, Pigs, Black Country New Road. Uh, like Colin talked about before, May sounds fantastic on here. It's a beautifully paced track like all of their long songs are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really love how intimate it sounds, especially considering this is a live song. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just know everyone in that room was just sitting there listening to her just play the piano and just be so intimate and, mm-hmm. you know... It, I would have killed to be in that, be in that room. <laughs> um, it's okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> no, but I really love the lyricism on here. I love the melody. Uh, I love her piano playing, as I mentioned before. It's just fantastic. And the way it just builds and builds up to that last crescendo with everyone coming in there. It's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if somehow we can get a studio version of this song, it'd be even better. But Please. like, you know what? Mm-hmm. The live version was recorded super well, so yeah, it was. I will live with this and love it. So. Yeah. <laughs> live and love, live, laugh, love. love. <laughs> yeah, that's my motto. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. My number two is "Crave" by Paramore. All right. I, I don't know, man. Since this album came out, 
that's been the track that I've gone back to every single time. Uh, I've, I've loved, I love the entire album. It's all great to me, but like Crave, I love her vocal performance. I love the feel of the track. It just, I don't know, it feels just great every time I listen to yeah. it. It's just like a, it's also a nice sentiment. So, yeah, yeah I love that track. I feel kind of bad that I put that in my it's, least favorites of that album. We'll right. <laughs> right. I do love her vocals. Right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right, number two, I got "Shit Talk" by uh-huh. Sufjan Stevens. Uh, re- I, revisiting this album and listening to it more also had it. This was one of the ones that really grew on me mm-hmm. a lot. I love this song even the first time I listened to it, but honestly, on even more listens, just. I don't know, hearing how everything builds up into each other uh, and then just into these beautiful layers of vocals and production and, you know, weird orchestral stuff, but sounding beautiful. Mm. Uh, Extremely sad, but extremely well done and just candy on the ears. And uh, there's a few times, last few times I've listened to this, I've gotten teary-eyed at, like, the height of the climax Mm -hmm. of this song. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's a great fucking tune. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Number ones for both of us. Yeah, my number one is Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Right. I fucking love this track. It's, uh, man, it's just so fucking good. All of them come together so nicely on this track. Yeah. They go together all nicely on the whole album, but like yeah. this track in particular, just like, I don't know what it is, but it's fucking crack for me, and I, I love it. I love, I it's crack and I, I, I love it. Just, it's crack and I'm an addict. You can quote me, you can quote me on that. Yeah. Uh, I'm addicted to crack. Um, yeah. It's a problem. Um, but yeah, I've, it's probably the track I've played the most this year, just overall in music, uh, even though $20 was my number one track. Yeah, I was going to say, is that the one that actually made you uh, I mean, it, this one made it my rap as well. It's like number four, I think. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I fucking love this track. It's so fucking fun. I love it. I just love it. My, nice. I love it so much. I know. You wonder what song I love so much? Yeah. <laughs> My song that I love so much, number one, is Thunder by Marucha. Thunder? Thunder. <laughs> yes, Thunder by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I didn't appreciate it when it came out. <laughs> it no. took me seven years to, yeah. <laughs> to really understand the complexities of Thunder. To be hearing it on Fortnite to really get, <laughs> get it under my skin. Yeah. No, Thunder by Maruja. I had this as a song of the week uh, mm-hmm. a while ago, too. And this one is another one that, even after I had it as my song of the week, just kind of continued to grow with me. Uh, the very last part I was getting of this list was between shit talk and thunder mm-hmm. um and i don't know something about thunder there's just it the song is pro- always progressing it's always going somewhere uh it always has like there's like probably like six or seven different vibes throughout the entire track and i just the more i listen to it the pacing of it is just so good and every single moment of it i just love so much like every part of the track is just gorgeous uh well you know, there's energetic parts, there's gorgeous saxophone playing on there, and then there's, you know, I don't know. It's just paced wonderfully, and it's one of my favorite things I listen to this year, and I just get a little giddy every time it comes out. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Hell yeah. Look at that. And if you enjoyed those lists, uh, as with every year, I will be putting both of our lists down in the description so you can see them on Spotify. Wow. Um, they're private links, so you can only get them on this video. Um, wow. <laughs> and click yeah. our other private links. <laughs> <laughs> For our only fans. Yeah. 
Yeah, but all these will be in order for me, and I'll make one for Colin as oh. well and get them. I've done it two years now. You don't have to. Okay. Well, that's so nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, you can listen to all of these. Uh, both great lists. I support everything that's on there. So. I support everything that's on there. Thank you. Except for the dumb song. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of my Adriel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Uh, intermission kiss. Oh. I mean. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry, Colin's taken, whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll just, you know, kiss myself. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, we got albums to do now. Albums, yay. Good. I only have, uh, I have 19, so. 19? I think I have 20. Okay. So, Perfect. we're actually right about the same amount there, so. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're going to do our top 15 cool. after this as well, yeah? Uh, yeah, if that's okay. Yeah. I guess. yeah. Cool. Well, I guess I can start those ones yeah. as we started the songs. Cool. All right. Albums of the year. Uh, oh, yeah. Before we get to the honorable mentions, I have shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to shout-out both Heaven Knows by Pink Panthers and Oh Monolith by Squid because I listened to them recently. Mm. And I didn't feel comfortable putting them in the list because of, you know, recency bias and whatever. But I think if I had listened to both of them when they came out or just earlier in the year, mm -hmm. I would have, they would have been in this list somewhere. So awesome. uh, look forward to our albums of the decade list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just want to shout those out. Okay. Uh, now into my actual one. At number 20, I got an EP. I have a couple of EPs in here because mm -hmm. whatever. Um, I have Wake Up and It's Over by Lovejoy. Uh, I think this is just a solid uh, collection of songs. I really love that opening track that was in my songs of the year. Um, and then there's a couple more moments on there where I'm like, this is promising direction for them. I really hope they keep going this way and cut some of the, I don't know, more, I don't, not, not really cringy, but, you know, more natural for Wilbur to sit into. Yeah. Um, but uh, overall, really promising EP from them, and I have it at a solid seven. Uh, next one I got After the Magic by Paranul, a uh, Korean uh, shoegaze artist. Mm -hmm. um, I believe his live album is currently the number one user score on uh -huh. Album of the Year, uh, which I had started to check out, and I did like. Um, but I never finished it because it's like two hours long. Uh, and one of the songs is an hour of that. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> or something like that. It's a crazy long song. Um, but uh, yeah, it's this album though, still very good. Um, when I re-listened to it, I was like, yeah, a lot of this just sounds pretty magical. It doesn't really stick too much with me after I listen to it. But while I'm listening to it, it's like, it's like you're just kind of transported into this you know, beautiful land. Uh, it's got a great voice and great production on there. Have it at a solid seven as well. <clears throat> at 18, uh, I got The Loveliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, you know, fun collection of dance pop songs. Uh, I don't love everything on here, but the ones that I do love, I love a lot. Uh, great stuff. Um, strong choruses, and she's great in this genre. And I have that at a strong seven. Uh, 17, I got Dead Club City by Nothing But Thieves. Uh, like we were saying, great pop rock album. Um, mm -hmm. A little bit more on the pop side this time, but I don't mind it because the production is great throughout and really fun. Uh, they were great to see live. Um, and yeah, this one has shrunk on me a little, quite a bit since it's come out just because I realized some of the deeper cuts. I really 
not as crazy as about mm-hmm. nowadays, but the highlights are still very high on here, uh, and it's a great record from them, so mm-hmm. deserving of the honorable mention. Strong seven. Okay. My last one, this is why I buy Paramore. I'm guessing you'll have this one a lot higher. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, this is still fantastic. Kind of similar to the Nothing But Thieves one. Uh, the highlights on here are super high. They're very, very high. Uh, Haley Williams sounds great on here. Um, there's just a few tracks I'm not as crazy about. And then, you know, one song that I just straight up don't really like on here. Yeah. Uh, which does pull it down slightly for me. But the high is very high and definitely worth checking out. Uh, yeah. Fantastic album. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Strong seven. All right. Well, my honorable mentions also have dishonorable in them. So, oh, okay. uh, my first <laughs> one, number 19 is the Maybe Man by AJR. Hell yeah. Your favorite uh, album of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I hate I hate to reiterate uh, the same points every time I talk about AJR, but like, you know, they can do better. Mm. I want them to do better. I know they have it in them to, you know, make a good album. They just haven't. And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just did not enjoy this album at all. Um, it grew on me slightly since the first listen, but yeah, I don't know. Just uh, <laughs> not my not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, this just I just said this aesthetic is not working anymore. Um, but I give it a light four. Nice. Um, <laughs> my number eighteen is Cracker Island by Gorillaz. Uh, this was a sound I was super into at the beginning of the year. Uh, revisiting it though, it did shrink a little bit. Um, there are a lot of tracks on here that are that are bangers, but that the back half of this record just. Not great. Um, it's got a track with like I think it says a track with Bad Bunny. It's basically oh. just a Bad Bunny track um, <laughs> with gorillas. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's fine, but it's like I don't know. The rest of the, the rest of the back half is kind of boring, and also the tired influencer is like the third track, and that's a bad song. Oh, <laughs> not good. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, it, it's still an all right album, but you know I uh, I give it a strong six. And then uh, my number 17, I have Guts by Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, upon revisiting this, it did grow slightly on me. Mm-hmm. Some songs that didn't connect were a little, uh, uh, were it connected a little more and were more fun uh, this time around. Um, All American Bitch was the, the, uh, the, first, the, the opening track grew mm-hmm. on me quite a bit. I thought that was fun this time around. Uh, but I still don't think it's as good as Sour, and I'm getting a little bored of the same old, same old with the lyrics slash aesthetic from Miss O'Rod. Uh, fun album, um, but I hope to see uh, some more substance in the future. Yeah. And, uh, I hope sorry. No, you're good. Just give it a light seven. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm glad we both still feel kind of similar on that, because sometimes mm-hmm. I feel crazy, because a lot of the online discussion is that this is so much better than Sour. No, I'm always not. like... It's a little worse. <laughs> it's still fine, but it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then number 16, I have Austin by Post Malone. Uh, I do think this is the best we've gotten from Posties since Beer Bones and Bentleys. Uh, but that middle is just really bloated. Yeah. Uh, the songwriting is, and singing on it are at an all-time high here for his career. Uh, and there's a lot of fun to be had. But yeah, it probably could have been a good half hour shorter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like an hour long album and that middle, there's a lot. There's a lot. And there's yeah. some fun stuff in it, but the it really shines at the beginning and the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I give it a late seven. 
Nice. Good good album. Alrighty, top 15 official list, guys. Even though we're counting those, but it's okay. (laughs) Alright. We're honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. Uh, Number 15. Burger King Foot (laughs) Lettuce. I got Scaring the Hoes, JPEG Mafia, and Danny Brown. Uh, Like I said, not as crazy about this as a lot of music nerds. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, music nerds will have this in their top 10, top 5s, top 1s. But, you know. I still think it's pretty good. Uh, it's got great moments on there. I just, the experimental nature of it doesn't always click with me mm-hmm. on here. And I like me some experimental hip hop, but maybe just not quite in the JPEG Mafia type way. I still, have to, I think if I listen to more of his stuff, maybe I'll understand it more and feel it more. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it just doesn't quite get to me. But I'm saying the same thing for all these albums, but the moments <laughs> that do are very good. Uh, I really do love a lot of tracks on here, like uh, Step of Pay, like I said before, mm-hmm. Perfect is really mm-hmm. fun. I love the horns on there. Um, it's just got it's got a lot of fun moments on there, and I do respect it for being wild and out of pocket. But yeah, yeah still think it's pretty fun. I like listening to it. Mm-hmm. Strong set. Cool. <laughs> all right, my number 15 is Utopia by Travis Scott. Uh, I have not returned to this as much... Uh, very much since it dropped, but there is something special to it that I enjoyed this this on my most recent listen for this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dark production uh, is really cool. There's a good there, there, there's a good amount of you know pretty solid lyrical work. There are some pretty ass lines uh, throughout the thing, um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty it's a it's a, I still need a few listens to really process it, but it's a, it's pretty good and I enjoyed my time with it. Enough to give it a light eight. Nice. Yeah. All right. Fourteen. I got Desire. I want to turn into you by Caroline Polachek. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is just a really solid record. Um, I really love a lot of moments on here, and her vocals are just like, you know, off the chart for like the entire thing. Especially after watching the Tiny Desk and seeing that a lot of that weird shit that she does is actually live. Uh, it's really cool to hear. Uh, I don't love everything on here. Uh, in fact, some of the production stuff just, I don't know, I still feel slightly disconnected from for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, all, all in all though, these are some of the best like choruses and like melodies on a pop album this year. So like, I can't be too turned off by that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I really love this and I want to check out more of her previous work. So yeah, yeah strong seven on mm-hmm. that one. Cool. Um... Yeah, uh, you know I'll keep them this 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 way. Uh, my number fourteen is Desire. I want to turn into you, oh, Caroline yeah. Polachek. Uh, this is another this is another that took a good few listens to process. Uh, but once I did, uh, I really enjoyed it. Beautiful vocals and some really interesting production. Uh, I'm still not huge on a few tracks, especially the opener. Not a big fan of Welcome to My Island. Mm. Um. I was listening to this one again this morning, and I was like, yeah, that track's not great. <laughs> not my favorite. <laughs> um, uh, but I can see it growing even more than it has in the future. It's it's a really good album with some really interesting production, and I, uh, yeah, I'm very interested in her, so I give it a de- decent eight. Nice, nice, nice. All right. 13, I got 10,000 Gex by 100 Gex. Uh, yeah, this is just the definition of fun. Kind of like I was saying with Dumbest Girl Alive. Uh, I mean, that song is pure fun, and then this album is just pure fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they pull a little bit more from, like, new metal-type sounds on here, mm-hmm. uh, but making them, you know, pop, rock, and bangers with hyper-pop in there. 
Uh, it's just crazy. You know, you go from, you know, just like crazy distorted songs uh, with great guitar and just new metal styles to literal songs about a frog on the floor that's in like a Yo Gabba Gabba style. <laughs> yeah. That's just so fucking stupid and so funny and so, I don't know, it's great. I love... I just love the energy on here. Probably the most, again, probably the most fun thing I have on here, really. Mm. Uh, I love me some 100 decks. I have it at a light 8. Cool. Alright, my number 13 is So Much for Stardust by Fallout Boy. A triumphant return after the mess that was Mania. Uh, it's not all perfect, and there are some thing, uh, and there are some strange moments. Uh, but there are undoubtedly some bangers on here. Um, Patrick Stump sounds good, and it's a, it's a, uh, much better it, it's much it's overall much better uh than the last album <laughs> i would agree <laughs> uh, they really they really needed a little revamp after mania and they did that well i think yeah. there are a couple tracks where i'm like mm, okay <laughs> but um yeah overall I, I i really enjoy it and it's a decent eight for me nice yeah yeah i think that's probably the album that would be at 21 for me mm, if i if i was fair. listening yeah. to all of them um, yeah, that one is a good return to form for them. Mm-hmm. At 12, I got The Record by Boy Genius. Uh, this one shrunk slightly on oh. me during my listenings. Um, I I guess I just the more I've been listening to it, the it, it hasn't been as memorable as I hoped it would be, especially a lot of the deeper cuts. And, like, I straight up don't remember this song. <laughs> and, like, it sounds really good when it's on. I love their vocal harmonies. I really love their melodies and how they sound all over the record, um, how they sound all over the whole thing. It, it just, it's great. Um, but I just, I find there to be a little bit of lack of memorability for me there, aside from like $20, not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those bigger tracks on there. Um, but like, it's still really great. Uh, probably some of the best indie music you can find right now is within these three. So <laughs> within them, without them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have a light eight. That's a great, great album. All right, cool. Uh, my number 12 is Dead Club City by Nothing But Thieves. Uh, I love this band, and I really enjoy this record. Uh, the aesthetic and unique production in contrast with their previous albums is really cool to see. Uh, there are a couple tracks that fall short a little bit, uh, but overall, uh, I, a very enjoyable time. I love, I love that that uh, 80s style pop rock and it's yeah. Connor's vocals over that beautiful stuff Yeah, and uh, this one also gets a decent 8 for me nice and one thing that I just thought of right now on Dead Club City mm-hmm. uh, last time I was listening to it Overcome actually kind of clicked with yeah. me I, w- I was always saying that's like their most boring song <laughs> and then I listened to it on like uh, a drive back from work uh, on the highway late at night well yeah. Like eight o'clock. It was dark though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was dark uh, for four hours at that point. Yeah. <laughs> dark on the highway, listening to Overcome. I was like, okay, actually, I kind of see the appeal. Yeah. Of this. <laughs> I can see. Uplifting it. track. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyways, back to the list. Uh, number 11. I got The Land is Inhospitable and So Are We by Mitski. Uh, this one grew on me after we did the artist analysis. Uh, I really enjoyed the direction taken on this and respect how it's different from her other stuff going into folky sounds and you know a more acoustic nature um and i think she sounds really good over it and there's some fantastic tracks in here that are just really pleasant on the ears and really uh got some great lyrical moments in there too it's just a really nice album yeah, yeah. and i gave it a light eight yeah. all right 
My number 11 is Javelin by Sufjan Stevens. Uh, this is a devastating record, but it's Sufjan Stevens, so I wouldn't expect anything less. Uh, I love his voice and the production of this record. The lyrics are crushing, and it's definitely one I'll be returning to. But yeah, it, I love the production on his on his records. This is it's pretty reminiscent of the only Sufjan album that I've listened to, mm -hmm. uh, Carrie and Lowell. Um, and it's just uh, it's another sad one. So <laughs> I, you know, I think he has a few of those. Yes, uh, <laughs> he's a sad man, yeah. but you know he has a good reason to be sad. So yes. Um, yeah, it's just a great record. I need to keep listening to it. It might grow. I can see it growing. Um, but yeah, I, right now I give it a decent eight. Nice. All right. Top 10 time. Top 10 ooh, time. Ooh, ooh. All right. At 10, I got Soft Scars by Yule. Mm. Uh, this is one I think that I referenced, uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm doing my list and some of them are jumping up way mm -hmm. higher than I thought. This one was a lot lower on my list, and then something just really clicked with me when I listened to it again for the list, and I was like, oh my god, this is actually fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, I really, really love the glitchy nature of it. I think when I first um, described their music uh, was back when uh, when I had Sulky Baby as the song of the week, mm -hmm. uh, was like, it's kind of like Magdalena Bay if they were a little bit more glitchy and maybe a little bit more edgy as well. Mm -hmm. And that still holds true, but I really grew to love their vocals on the whole thing and just the nature of the songs and how they grow and progress mm -hmm. like they're not just they're not structured exactly like pop stuff so like it really takes like a couple listens to really uh, appreciate the tracks and just love how varied and kind of strangely beautiful the whole thing is it's mm -hmm. it's a really great album i've been loving it a lot so cool yeah i have it at a light eight yeah, yeah. all right uh, my number 10 is But Here We Are by Foo Fighters. Mm. Uh, another devastating album. Uh, it was a very touching tribute for Taylor Hawkins, and it does a great job of honoring his memory. Uh, it's very sad, but it rocks hard. Uh, Dave Grohl puts on a great performance and sings his fucking heart out. Very good rock album. Um, and I've heard it's like a good return to form after the, I think their last album was not great for a lot of people. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Very sad. It's not. It it, it grew on me quite a bit, and my uh, revisiting for this list. Um, but yeah, really, really good. I give it a solid eight. Nice. I'll have to listen to that one. Yeah. Too. All right, number nine. I got Unreal Unearth by Hosier. Uh, yeah, I mean this is just chock full of fantastic tracks. I mean we talked about a couple of them already um, with the the Selby couple in there and unknown slash nth and the closer and uh there's a whole bunch of other ones on there too mm -hmm. and like there's a lot of styles that go through this album and some of them i like the style changes some of them i'm not as crazy about mm. um but the whole thing for being an hour long is extremely engaging and just his vocals are the best they've ever been and the songwriting i think is some of the best it's been on his stuff with another artist analysis <laughs> artist yeah. out here uh, some of the best stuff that he has in his category for sure. And I'm really excited to see him continue forward, hopefully with some of these sounds coming with him too, because he's fantastic yeah. at it. Um, yeah, it's it's a great album. I have it at a holiday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, my number nine is That Feels Good by Jesse Ware. Uh, it's such a fun record with... Uh, what the fuck? 
<laughs> Immaculate vibes. Ah. Uh, Jesse Ware has an awesome voice, and it fits within this dancey disco style, and it's so groovy all throughout. It's not my usual style that I look for, but I'm glad I checked it out because it's an absolute banger. I, I have, I've had fun every time I've listened to this record, and yeah. I love how fun and dancey it is. It's so good, and I give it a solid eight. Nice. So yeah, very good album. Nice, nice, nice. All right, number eight. I got. Let's start here, Lil Yachty. Um, I think this is one of John's favorites of the year for yeah, sure. I think it is his favorite. Actually. Yeah, it might be. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this was like I was saying before, complete surprise at the beginning of this year. Uh, would not have ever imagined myself ever enjoying a little Yachty album, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> but um, he found just like a magic little combination here of uh, his auto-tune crooning vocals over these psychedelic rock uh, instrumentals. Like, it's just straight up a psych rock album for mm-hmm. most of it. And it's like this beautiful pairing, honestly. Um, the uh, He gives, like, proper space and respect to this style and, like, doesn't overdo it too much. There's one song, I think it's pretty on there, that mm-hmm. I think gets a little, feels a little out of place with the rest of the stuff. But, like, really, there's just a whole bunch of, like, beautiful sounds going on throughout the whole thing i i really appreciated the middle stuff again when on my re-listen there's a few tracks in the middle that i'm like damn this is just fucking beautiful yeah <laughs> it's just it's so well produced and so well done uh and yeah it's a great album that any lil yachty naysayer should check out yeah for sure um yeah i have it on a solid eight cool all right my number eight is scaring the hose by jpeg mafia and danny brown uh, talk about not my style. Uh, this shit is scary, and if <laughs> I'm the hose, then it's definitely, the title works. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> the production is insane, and the personalities work super well together. Uh, Danny's voice is still a little much for me at times, but it works in context with the, with the style and the production. Um, yeah, very interesting record. Uh, grew on me a lot on my re-listens. Um, just super fucking weird yeah <laughs> and it's but jpeg mafia is it's, it's his production is crazy it's so. distinct yes yeah. <laughs> good stuff though yeah um if you're looking for something to kind of like get out of your style a little oh, bit yeah. or just kind of um expand check, check this out you might, yeah. you might find some stuff on there you like yeah uh but i give it a solid eight nice all right on seven i got that Feels good by Jesse Ware. Uh, yeah, like Colin was saying, it's nice, fun, and dancey. Uh, I don't think I've ever disliked it when it was on. It's always fun one to return to. I think Begin Again is like a big star on it, and then um, Hello Love is another beautiful one. There's a few like really good ones towards the beginning, uh, and then the ending track I like a lot. Um, does lose a little bit of steam for me towards the end, but it's just so fun her vocals are so good on there i think she's like in her like 40s or something really? and she sounds young as hell on here she like she the the amount of energy is off the charts very horny too oh yes um, <laughs> you know what you know how to make my bottle pop or exactly yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah it's it's a great album uh, i love listening to it uh really good one yeah i uh, have it at a solid eight perfect all right uh, my number seven is let's start here by lil yachty uh, this is a very unexpected one for me as well. Never thought I'd listen to Yachty, listen to Yachty, but this is uh, a very special album. Uh, I'm a sucker for psychedelia, and it is done super well on here. I think the vocals are great, and the lyrics are well done here. Um, I'll be returning to this one quite a bit. 
another one that really grew on me as I was doing this list. Uh, just, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. And whoever the female vocalist is on a lot, I don't, it's, I don't know if she's, it's the same one throughout, I think it is. It might be, I'm not sure either. Um, but like, if it's more than one person and they did a great job, if it's just one person, then they also did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same sentiment holds. Yes. <laughs> it fucking, it's just, oh, they, they meld together so well. Oh yeah. And pretty, yeah, Pretty's not my favorite track on the album, but the, the Black Seminole uh, ride, um, it's so hard to think of tracks. Yeah, it really—it's all weird. The the last one I love on there a lot too. Yeah, reach the, the sunshine. Really yeah, and, uh, radiohead interpretation on there. Interpolation. Uh, what's the? What's the fucking? Um, you had it as your song of the week. How about visually lost yeah, vision? That one, yeah, yeah, that uh, one is pretty too. crazy. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I love this record. It really grew on me, and I also give it a solid eight. Nice. All right, number six, I got live at Bush Hall, Black Country New Road, mm -hmm. uh, returning champs. <laughs> <laughs> they were my number one last year, um, and you know what? Even after a significant lineup change and a big change of pace, mm -hmm. uh, this really goes to show that they're going to be just fine. They're going to do fantastic things still. Um, I'm not sure if normally I would put a live album in here, but considering that this is literally all new content that yeah. probably won't be released on streaming in another format... It's an album to yeah. me. Um, uh, and it's a damn good one at that. I really love every song on here pretty much. Um, Wrong Trousers is alright. But like yeah. some of the other ones, just like they they reach those Black Country New Road climaxes. They have that beautiful structure to them and the synergy between all the players and everything. Like It's a little bit more of a folky style than their other stuff, but I really don't mind that direction for them because they can pull it off pretty well. Um, and... I would love to see them live someday and see more stuff from them because uh, one of the most promising bands for me right now. Sure. I mean, they've already delivered on promise. Yes. I don't know if that's <laughs> the right word. One of my favorite bands right now. Yes. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's at a solid eight. This is a great record. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my number six is Live at Bush Hall by Black right. Country New Road. <laughs> it's Black Country New Road. The album is going to be great, but... You know, without Isaac, those who took up the singing did a great job. And the instrumentals are amazing, of course. Uh, the songwriting is great as well. Uh, I'm still not the biggest fan of the boy. Um, yep. But the rest is great, and I do, uh, and I do really enjoy it. I, I but I do wish that these were studio recordings, just mm. so they were a little more crisp. They do sound great, but I, you know, I, I really dig if they were like intimate. Yeah, that crispness of ants from up there is hard to follow. Yeah, it really. Is. <laughs> it's, it's like you need that quality all the time now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a great fucking great album. Um, I love it, and I give it a solid eight as well. Nice. Yeah. Alrighty. Top five. Top five. Top five. All right, I got Dog's Body by Model Actress. Uh, this one came out earlier in the year, and it grew on me a lot at the beginning of the year, mm. and it kind of stayed there. Um, this is just, like I said, probably the weirdest thing on here. I mean, I guess Staring the Hose is pretty weird, and maybe 10,000 Gex as <laughs> yeah. well, but this kind of gets to the level of weird where, like, I feel like someone would hear this and be like, are you okay? <laughs> um, call somebody. Yeah, yeah, just like, uh, do you listen to this? <laughs> um, no, but it's it's like punky, it's like post-punk type vocals over super dancey beats. Like, uh, I don't want to say like they're just like something you'd hear in a club, but they got rhythm and groove to them throughout the whole thing and just really dark sounding synths and guitars and drums all throughout. And like I said, it kind of like unfurls into like, 
this beautiful thing throughout the whole album too it goes from the dark sound to this more pretty serene sound like the last track is just kind of this serene ballad in a way it's it's really interesting how it unfolds uh and it has like a dildo on the cover or something yeah. like that so i mean like that alone <laughs> solid eight <laughs> no it, it's a really fun listen uh would recommend it if you're again looking for something out of your wheelhouse yeah. uh yeah, we might go out there, but yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll check that out now. Yeah. All right, I might do that. All right, my number five is The Land is Inhospitable and So Are We by Mitski. Nice. Uh, I absolutely love the Western uh, aesthetic and, the, and I love uh, and the love that was put into this album. Having listened to Mitski's discography, this album uh, has become even better to me, really grown. Uh, she sounds fantastic, and I love the lyrics. The production is lush and beautiful, as most of Mitski's stuff is. Yeah, I love the lyrics and the production is lush and beautiful as most of Mitski's stuff is. Um, yeah, I love this album. It's really grown on me. And I give it a strong 8 overall. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, number 4. I Got Lie by Sampha. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, probably some of my favorite production all year. Uh, the drums and bass on this record are like literally so insanely in sync uh, that it's just groovy throughout the whole thing. Uh, I always think back to fucking uh, <laughs> an album of the year comment where someone just put uh, bro was literally an angel. <laughs> like, I think of that all the time. Like his voice is just so like heavenly sweet on here. And so just, ugh, it's great. Um, and the track, like it is a little front loaded for me, which is why it's not higher up. But like, it doesn't mean that it like drops in quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it just... It's not, it's just very strong in the beginning, and then it's like good at the end. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just some of my favorite R&B that I've listened to, um, and I need to check out his first record, because apparently that's very good as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just cool. great stuff. Great, yeah. great ear candy. That's one that I wanted to check out, but I just never got the time to. That's good. That one, as well as like the Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. And, uh, I do want to check out the Danny Brown album as well. Yeah, I need. I was gonna check that one out, but then I heard that one's a little bit more like introspective and uh-huh. not quite his style. So I'm almost like, I wonder if I should listen to that in a context of his discography or yeah. something. But <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. All right, my number four is Bewitched by Leve. Nice. Uh, another extremely pleasing aesthetic after the other. Uh, Le- Le- Leve's voice is absolutely gorgeous, and I'm in love with the crooner tight ballroom feel of this mm-hmm. uh, entire album. Uh, the lyrics are all great. Her voice is so full of yearning, which is perfect with the copious amount of love songs on this album. Uh, just an absolutely gorgeous project that snuck its way up here. Um, yeah, I give it a late nine overall. It really, nice. really grew on me the more I listened to it. Nice. And I was listening to it today with like all the rain and everything. Like, Ooh. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure some of those songs really hit already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good shit. Yeah. yeah. And I don't remember if I said it for Sampo, but that's a strong eight. Hmm. Um, but yes... Yes. <laughs> um, at number three, I've got Nakanaria. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to pronounce that. By Maruja. Uh, another EP here. Um, yeah, I mean, Thunder, song of the year for me. Uh, fantastic track. And then the last track on there, Cacistocracy or something like mm-hmm. that. Also a very fantastic track. And the ones in the middle are very good as well, too. It's just a super promising post-rock EP that's solid all throughout but I didn't say it's solid all throughout it's very good all throughout yeah. and uh, I hope to see an album from these guys sometime soon because this is really promising stuff and 
I could see an album like this, you know, reaching levels of 10 area for me, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, the saxophone playing on here is beautiful against dark post-rock. Mm -hmm. uh, very, It's reminiscent of the first Black Country New Road uh, album, but it's it feels a little bit more mature uh, than some of that stuff. It's, it's just really great. Um, yeah, I have it at a light nine. Fantastic EP. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, my number three is This Is Why by Paramore. Uh, it's been one of my favorites since it since the moment it dropped this early this year. Uh, I fucking love Paramore. Haley Williams is an icon with an amazing voice. Uh, it took five years, but they finally dropped an album, and it was so fucking worth it. Um, I'm I'm happy I was able to listen to it throughout this whole year. Uh, yeah, I just absolutely love this record. It's so so fucking fun. That you know, yeah, I get not liking like Take On Saw and stuff like that, but um, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun for me, and that those last few it. tracks. Ooh. Those last few tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I give it a late nine. Nice. Sorry. You're good. Uh, I thought you were about to go on for a little bit more. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> that is a great... Yeah. I, yeah. I understand liking sake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number two. I got Bewitched mm -hmm. by Leve. Was my number one for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, like you were saying before, beautifully intimate throughout this whole thing. I absolutely love her vocals on here. Um, as you all know, I'm a huge fucking nerd too. So like the chord progressions through here, I mean, they pull from a lot of, you know, jazz, I don't want to say basics, but like jazz, uh, traditional jazz type chord progressions and stuff, but they're just so well voiced and so well implemented into the tracks that they just sound smooth and buttery mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. Uh, and also some of my favorite production of all year, like the pianos on here and the strings mm -hmm. sound fucking fantastic. It's, it's great. Uh, I love how she sounds crooning about love, like you were saying, too. It's just, it's got that yearning feel that is just, you know, everyone can relate to that a little yeah. bit. Even if it's slightly on the simplistic side when it comes to the lyrics, I still think it's very personal, and it's mm -hmm. nice to hear an album in this style that feels personal in 2023. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love it a lot. It's it's a light nine for me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Awesome. Oh, All sorry. Right. Hmm? I forgot that. You aren't doing your one. You're doing your number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> Hell yeah. My number two is Unreal Unearthed by Hosier. Wow. Yes. Another album I fell in love with, Off Rip. Um, I've never listened to, I had never listened to Hosier before this record dropped, but this one absolutely blew me out of the water, uh, blew me away. Uh, the gorgeous vocals and the super lush and beautiful production is the, is the best in his discography. Uh, and I've listened to this album like a million times since it dropped, uh, I'll keep singing the praises for this thing as much as I can because it is absolutely fantastic in my opinion. Um, just it goes through so many different styles, so many different. Just I don't know. It's it's yearning all. Th I love. I don't know. This year's been great for yearning. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, been a yearning year. It's been a yearning year. <laughs> um, and Hosier does that super well. His voice is just gorgeous. I fell in love with Hosier this year, as I've fallen in love with many. Uh, artist this year but yeah I fucking love this album and it's really good and I give it a solid 9 alright yeah now <laughs> number one time number one number my one number one is Javelin ah. by Sufjan Stevens Javelin by Sufjan Stevens yeah this one uh, grew a lot on me I mean I really liked it first listen but it really clicked with me was it last week 
I think it was last week while we were traveling. I listened to it a few times while traveling. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, as I did that, I had the headphones in. I was able to focus on everything and then just kind of really listen to every detail of it. And I was just like, fuck, this is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, so sad. Oh, <laughs> very, <yeah>. very sad. <laughs> um, but beautifully sad in the same way that I love Amsterdam Up There from last year, you know. Uh, just like the instrumentation is so gorgeous through here. It's got a little bit of an orchestral sound, but it's kind of like a synthetic orchestral, but like not in a cringe way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's like, it just genuinely sounds beautifully unique and very much his style. Uh, and the vocals, which I, at first I was like, I don't know if I like the filter on his vocals, but I think that's just kind of a Sufjan Stevens voice. And it, it didn't bother me after like a couple listens. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I just... I really fell in love with like every track on here. And honestly, the score of this one is still has potential to grow for me. Uh, I think I can click with it even more with maybe some more context from him or just listen to it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just a beautiful record and yeah, one of my favorites of the year for sure. Yeah. And I have it at light nine as well. So. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. All my right. number one. College number one. Is the record by Boy Genius. Woo! <laughs> These three gay women have stolen my heart as they have the number one spot for 2023. Yeah. Uh, this is another banger that has been on rotation for a vast majority of the year, and I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all three of them are amazing, but the one that really blew me away here was Julian Baker. I uh, hadn't heard of her prior to Boy Genius, but she did amazing an amazing mm-hmm. job alongside Lucy and Phoebe, taking the reins on songs like... Um, uh, anti-curse and um, Satanist and everything. $20 as well. $20, yeah. yeah. It's all fantastic. Yeah. And she did a great job. I love the harmonies. I love the way they're able to work together. The songwriting from that Phoebe, that they're all able to bring, but like the ones that I've experienced more with Phoebe and Lucy's songwriting just pushing its way into this record. All really good shit. Super fun, super sad, and just an amazing time on every listen I've done. I give it a strong nine. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. There we go. Our albums of the year list. 2023, baby. That one's a video exclusive. No playlist for that one. No. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> long playlist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, great picks. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> hell yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I guess we get into song all week. Yeah. Me. Um, this week. Uh... Are you okay if I do a longer one, or I can yeah. do a shorter one longer as well? Longer one's fine. Okay, cool. Well, if that's the case, then, like I said, that Sufjan Stevens was growing on me a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and my song, of, second song of the year, uh, which was potentially song of the year for a while, <laughs> um, was Shit Talk by Sufjan Stevens. get you in the holiday cheer but that <laughs> that was shit talk by Sufjan Stevens uh, what did you think of that Colin it's a gorgeous fucking track it's a long one but it just it keeps punching yeah the fucking the little child the little children choir and, oh yeah and uh, just it, it's very sad but it's very good Sufjan sounds awesome I love yeah. the the orchestral stuff in the background yeah yeah just a beautiful track yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it just, like I said, that climactic point uh, got me choked up a few times in the last couple weeks. The whole, you know, the I don't want to fight at all, and then that whole section leading up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful stuff. And, like, 
as someone who's been, you know, producing and stuff recently, the amount of layers of shit that are happening at the peak of that climax, mm-hmm. between all the vocal harmonies and all the different things saying different things and all the different instruments that have come in, just kind of all coming together into this beautiful, beautiful, not, it's not even a mess of sound, but just a meld of like things. Like it's just absolutely impressive and fantastic that this song sounds as good as it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, beautifully sad as well yeah. too. Um, but uh, yeah, I, this song's genuinely just, yeah, very, very good. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, uh, one of the songs that I had on my list didn't didn't end up on the playlist yet either, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with uh, "Blood and Butter" by Caroline Polachek. All right. All right, that was "Blood and Butter" by Caroline Polachek. What do you think, Mike? Great song. I know that's a lot, kind of like a fan favorite, like mm. a, the underdog song type thing. And yeah, I, I do like it quite a bit. Um, I do want to meet whoever heard that song and was like, yeah, that shit needs some bagpipes <laughs> on it. Because that guy or gal is insane. Yeah. I, <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like, but really though, it's just, it's a great song. I love the ending, all that part of it, and just... You know, vocals in general and the catchiness, the guitars, mm-hmm. just a great collection of sound. I love that song. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's an assault in the senses. Yeah, a little in a bit. Good way. Yeah, yeah. Those bagpipes, the fucking the drums, the, the little like, they're kind of like bongo as drums and like. Yeah, yeah. And like, ah, uh, yeah. It's just a lot, but it's really good. I love the vocals on it. The lyrics are fun. Um, I don't know why you're drawing stuff in blood and butter, but hey. yeah, I don't know what it means, but it's 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 great. Maybe, maybe it's another euphemism for come. Yeah, come and blood. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're one in they're one in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're coming blood, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the, your nearest self care professional. Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, love that track. Great yeah. album. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sick. Well, all right. Anything else to say? Uh. Bye. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a few things to say, oh, actually. Okay. Uh, audio listeners, love you to death. Um, <laughs> That's for you. Yeah, it's just for you, yeah. Um, uh, if you're listening on audio services, uh, thank you. We appreciate that very much. Oh, you, you can't see that. Nah. You, but if you want to see whatever Colin just did, it was really cool. It and was. very worth the trip over. Uh, the trip over to YouTube, that is. Whoa. You can come on over to YouTube under the same name, Broken Boys. B-O-Y-S, capital N, other way around. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can come see our beautiful faces. We're here this week. We'll be here next week and maybe the week after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a good time. Yes, sir. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can come on over here. Uh, but you can also find some links to stuff. Uh, for instance, those playlists that I was talking about of what? our songs of the year. No fucking way. Songs of the Year. There's going to be a playlist for me. There's going to be a playlist for Colin. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There's even more playlists for you down there. Because we do Songs of the Week. What? Uh, every Is week. that what we just did? That's what we just did. That's crazy. Did you finally catch the, on to that? one-off. Though. Oh, okay. No, we've been doing that every week for 147 weeks. Really? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. We got like 20 hours worth of songs in wow. there. In That's our combined one. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of music. A lot of variation in there. But... We got three of those playlists. Uh, we got one for Colin. We got one for me. 
And we got one for us combined. <laughs> Sorry, I messed it up in my head. Um, and on there you can find Blood and Butter by Caroline Polacek or Shit Talk by Sufjan Stevens. Uh, yeah, hit the cheeky little shuffle button on that. Yeah. All of the songs, you're going to be in for a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want some Christmas songs for the spirit, check out last week's episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, um, we did a week early. Yeah, we were we were early to the party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Merry um, Christmas and Happy Holidays. Absolutely. Uh, we still got more to talk about. Um, but while Colin's doing that for the rest of the episode, uh, <laughs> uh, we got uh, links to our individual stuff too. For me, I got music. I got music on Spotify and Apple Music under the artist name Plaintive. Listen to it. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, and if you're listening to this a week after this airs, uh, go check out the theme to Bleak Terminus that will be on there. Listen uh, to it. Thank you. I will. Yeah, this is my yes man right here. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I also got links to YouTube down there, where my YouTube page, uh, where I post piano covers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've got Instagram down there. I got my album of the year page, where you can look at my reviews to all of these albums that we talked about today um some of them are a little funny and short but you know i still love them uh and uh (laughs) thank you (laughs) Um, uh and uh i am behind you uh just a little shy boy oh little little, little timid shy boy behind you um yeah listening to shy boy by carly ray jepson Mm -hmm. uh I'm a shy boy behind you. And Colin over here, he's got uh, he's got stuff as well. He's got an album of the year page where you can also look at his reviews for most of these albums, if not all of them. Yeah, they will be up. Oh, they right. will be up for all of them. Most his. of them are. Hell yeah. Um, go check out those. Uh, he also has an Instagram page where he rates and reviews albums uh, to the same <laughs> to the same degree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he also has a letterbox where he rates reviews movies, and there are new reviews there now. Two new ones. Go check them out. There's more to come, I'm guessing. Yeah. So, so much content from Collins. So much. Um, uh, he also runs our Twitter page as well as our TikTok page uh-huh. where you can find funny clips and stay up to date. <laughs> sure <laughs> All can. That. You can see Keep that. Talking, please. You can see that beautiful smile as long as you want. And Colin, what's your proximity to them? I'm standing right in front of them doing this exact pose. Wow. All right. Well, we're gonna engage in a little thing we like to call the love cage now. And uh, what happens is I'm gonna take out my headphones, listen to "Shy Boy" by Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm gonna kind of open my arms up a little bit uh-huh. like this, kind of T-Rex you a little bit uh, shyly. Uh, and then Colin's gonna move his thumb yeah. over your shoulder. The other one's been hiding. <laughs> he's been he's been dual weapon weapon carrying over here. Yeah, dual building. Um, he's gonna kind of reach over you. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'll be like the turkey, but not really mm. this time. And uh, I'm a little shy boy, but seeing his little thumbs come from around your neck mm. is going to like encourage me to kind of grasp you from mm. behind. And we're gonna kind of close you in consensually, and we're going to. Uh, make out right next to your ear, uh, very sloppily, um, very spitty. Uh, Colin's smile will stay like that the whole time. The whole time. Just be slicking teeth. Yeah, <laughs> sucking those teeth. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're gonna hear every bit of it, and you're mm-hmm. gonna love every bit of it. Yeah. And uh, if you would like to receive your own love cage, uh, all you gotta do is drop your address below. Oh, don't do that. That's 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 negative reinforcement. Oh. 
Yeah, drop your address below. <laughs> 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 yeah, there you go. Uh, and yeah, uh, Colin, you got anything to uh, let these people leave and live their lives by? Um, don't leave your arm up in the air too long because it gets sore. This has been uh, Broken Boys Podcast, uh, and we will see you next week for the Brokey. Woo! Bye-bye. Yeah, baby! Bye bye. <laughs> okay.